Now, back to Bet MGM tonight. Here are Nick Ashu, Trista Crick, and Ryan Horvath on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. A lot of NBA games tipping off. A couple of minutes. Sacramento, Philadelphia, Pacers, and Hawks. Well, we know there's going to be no defense in that game tonight. Who's excited about that? No yes, defense. <laughs> Do we know if Trey Young's playing yet? Trey Young is probable. He's okay. playing. I think he's in, according to an NBA fantasy. That's good. That's a good, good start. And you're fading know? him tonight? I have no. under 31 and a half for Trey Young. Well, let's go. I got one to throw out really quick. Okay. Youngstown State, Wright State. It tips off at 9 p.m. We're going under 165. It's just, if you know, you know, classic. We gave out three of them last night. They all hit. That's it. Don't ask. No question. <laughs> and you know what? Bulls money line because they're the hottest team in the league. Look at you. Yeah. You are just on the Bulls roller coaster like you were with the Packers, actually. Yeah. Kind of the same oh, thing. Oh, and Packers money line, too. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yep. Wow. All right, one final question. Do we know if we're on yep. video? No, we don't know? Cool. We have no idea. Cool. We have no idea, so that's good. Luckily, we got Sal Capaccio, who is a professional, and if we can't do video because it's a day that ends in Y, we can at least do phone because Sal is the man. Have him on once again. The Bills beat reporter, sideline reporter, host of the Extra Point Show, 10 to noon Eastern, WGR, up in Buffalo, which apparently, uh, you've probably had this before, I would guess, uh, lake effect snow. Once again, we're talking about that in Buffalo, Sal. Uh, what do we know in terms of that is the latest? I know you're not a meteorologist, but let's be honest everybody knows about weather up there in buffalo <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys always great to be on with you um i'm not a meteorologist but i do play one on the radio sometimes <laughs> and i do have a uh, excellent wgrz tv uh nbc affiliate meteorologist patrick hammer every friday with me to talk weather so today was very important we got a lot of information from him there's a lot of stuff out there that's just not true and it's amazing how quickly i mean boy on the internet you know right i mean come on give me a break <laughs> it's got to be true they say right uh, let me just start with, there's no snow right now in Buffalo. None. It's over 40 degrees. It's raining outside my house right now, but it's been beautiful today, to be honest with you, for a nice um, you know, winter day. But the snow's coming, and the wind is coming. It's going to get very, very windy tomorrow. Gusts of about 60 miles an hour here in western New York. And then the snow's going to start. And when it comes to lake effect, I will explain to people, you just don't know what's going to happen, where it's going to set up. There will be a lake effect ban. It is coming. Is going to be here tomorrow through Saturday night into Sunday. The question is, where does that lake effect band set up? And the difference, literally, in case people aren't familiar with this, if it sets up right in Orchard Park, it's going to get the game's going to be very snowy. It's going to be probably about a foot of snow during the game. If it sets up just north or just south with even five or six miles, you might have, I don't know, three, four, five inches during the game. That's the difference. But also, it's going to be windy. Not like tomorrow. It is going to be probably, from what Patrick Hammer told me, our meteorologist here, 20 to 30 mile an hour winds, gusts of up to 30. I mean, that's windy. It's not debilitating wind necessarily, but all of it put together, it's going to be an ugly weather type of game. The question is how ugly and exactly when all this is going to happen and where it's going to happen. Yeah, and Sal, I think that right now the Steelers are getting some love. As far as the betting market, you know, we're down to 9.5 from 10, and I think you know, people are thinking with the weather and with the Bills' run defense, which I believe right now is like 24th in EPA per rush. But the thing is, the splits are much better when Daquan Jones is on the field. Do you expect him right. to be at least like 80% in this game? Because if, if he's on the field, I don't know that Najee Harris and the Steelers are going to be able to run on Buffalo like everybody thinks they're going to. And then you got Mason Rudolph dropping back in this game. Yeah, I mean, Daquan Jones is really 100%, to be honest with you guys. He came back. He came back for the pectoral injury. He practiced for two weeks. They were convinced enough even to not even give him the whole three-week window he played last week against the Dolphins he's he's back in the swing of things the, the Bills do like to rotate their D linemen though so it's not like he's on the field all the time but then again you still have that Oliver 
and you know you have a really good defensive line, and Greg Rousseau is excellent against the run. Shaq Lawson's good against the run. Um, the Bills have a very good defensive line. I think those numbers are a little, you know, I know what the numbers are, yeah. and I'm not disputing the numbers, of course, but if you go back and look, it's been just a game here, a game there, with a couple long runs they gave up that really kind of affected that. Overall, the Bills' defense has been very good against the run this year. But I would say what I understand why the Steelers are getting love. I, I even think it, which is, look, I mean, the weather's the ultimate equalizer. And the Bills, we know Josh Allen's turned the ball over. It's been a big story this year. I still think it's much too made of, made of it. But in a game like this, if you turn the ball over and the other team gets a couple opportunities they normally wouldn't have, suddenly you're looking at a different kind of game. I mean, and the Steelers are going to grind it out. And if suddenly, let's say, they have a fumble recovery, they score, if it's 10 nothing. I mean, I don't know how much you recover from that. And then the Bills would have to get to, what, I don't know, 20 points to cover the spread, basically. And in this kind of weather, you know, that might be more challenging. So let's talk about Gabe Davis, ruled out of the game. Uh, who do you think steps in uh, in his place and really is the, the other guy outside of Stephon Diggs, outside of the tight ends, of course? Well, Trista, who's going to step in and take his snaps will most likely be Trent Sherfield. Uh, we saw the catch last week against Miami in the end zone, right? I mean, Trent... He can play. And yeah. the good thing about Trent is he, he's a very good blocker, and that's a big, strong suit of Gabe. Gabe's also a very good blocker and why they like him on the field so much. But as far as targets, I think Khalil Shakir has been really the guy that they've been you know, uh, using a lot more in that regard. He had another nice game last week. He's very good run after the catch. And in this type of game, it might be a short throw, run after catch type of game. So I think snap-wise, you're looking at Sherfield uh, probably taking some of that from, from where Gabe would be. But I think if they're going to throw the ball, if, 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 the, if the, the conditions are conducive enough to throw the ball enough, you're probably looking at Khalil Shakir being involved there as where you know, he has been. It's not even necessarily taking what Gabe has been. He's actually been you know, out-targeting out Gabe here lately. Yeah, his uh, reception number is actually two and a half. You like the over on that, yeah. minus 135? Ooh, I think I would in this game. Again, what scares me is the weather. I don't know what kind of you – know, if, if the Bills can get out to a 10 nothing lead, they'll do the same thing, right? They'll yeah. just say, okay, Josh – hand off the ball as much. So I think the way they've been using Shakir and without Gabe Davis out there, I would lean the over on that. I just think the weather's the ultimate you know, factor in whether or not that would happen. You know, the big thing with the Bills, and obviously you know this year as close to it as anybody, has just been the roller coaster of a season where it's like week by week we don't know what team we're going to see. Yet they're in this big winning streak. They won at the right time. They get into the playoffs, which is interesting because it kind of feels like they've got a similar uh, kind of timeline that like the Steelers were in. Low playoff odds, both these teams get in. When you look at this game coming up this weekend, and I know weather's, you know, we, we talked about the weather and it could be, it could be a lot of different things. Let's just even factor weather out of this. Like, even over this winning streak that the Bills have had, do you see a team in the Bills that you go, yeah, I'm really confident in them winning this game and going on a run in the playoffs? Or do you still have the question marks that a lot of us outside of Buffalo have where it's, we see the talent, we see the flashes, but we don't see the consistency. And I feel like going into this, I still don't really know what type of Bills team I expect to see this weekend. If this was a clean game, if this was a game in a dome, if this was a game in just you know, normal weather, I think the Bills would roll the Steelers. Okay. And I'd be very confident in them to get on to next week. And I, I, I think even welcoming the Chiefs here for Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game with the way that their offense is not playing, I think the Bills could handle them. Now, of course, you never know. It is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. I'm not saying, oh, my God, that's an easy win. But I think I'd be confident. I think the Bills would be okay in that spot. I think the weather does play a huge role in this and what the Steelers might be able to do. As far as their consistency, of course, you're right. I mean, you look at the game against New England. You look at the game against Cincinnati, Denver, right at home. But there is a correlation here between with two things. Number one, changing the offensive coordinator. It's been so much better. 
Now, the numbers don't necessarily bear out under Joe Brady that they're so much better than Ken Dorsey. But if you watch the games, you see they're a different offense. They use more motion. There's more game planning involved, specific plays to go against that type of defense, getting James Cook more involved. There's different things they're doing under Joe Brady that just lend itself. Even Josh running. Thank God. I mean, Mm -hmm. this team wasn't using Josh Allen like they should under Ken Dorsey. And, you know, now he's running a little bit more, and that's what they need him to do. But the other thing that I think that's been the most under-talked about thing with this Buffalo Bills team all year, guys, holy cow, they lost so many guys on defense early in the year. I mean, in week four, they lost Tredavious White for the year. Then in week five, they lose Daquan Jones and Mike, Matt Milano. Matt Milano's a huge loss. Daquan Jones is a huge loss. They get Russell Douglas. has been amazing, of course. He is injured. We'll see if he played in this game. But what happened was, for about four or five weeks, the defense kind of couldn't find itself. And they were trying out guys at different positions what to do. The last six weeks, I will tell you, I think it's been Sean McDermott's best defensive coaching job since he's been in Buffalo. They have pieced this defense together to be one of the top defenses in the league once again over the last six weeks. They're really, really good on defense, and they're doing it with Tyrell Dodson starting at middle linebacker. And um, now Dane Jackson having to come in last week, right, for Russell Douglas, who's new, not having Daquan Jones. I, I, I think that that's been a great and an underreported story about how good this defense has put together. So you talk about the inconsistency. I think that's why they were so inconsistent of not finding what they needed to find on defense until they finally did. You know, you brought up the Chiefs. Do you think the Dolphins have any shot at winning that game? They're four-and-a-half-point dogs. I mean, we know it's a cold-weather game, but they could run the football. Kind of the same thing, yep. you know, like Buffalo. You could run the ball a little bit on the Chiefs, though. I absolutely think the Dolphins can win. Um, it is, again, the, the weather is the equalizer. It just sucks, right, to have these games – I mean, look, I, I know I'm from Buffalo. I live here. I'm the sideline reporter. Yeah, yeah, Ra. We when it's what did Marv always say? Marv Levy. When it's too bad for us, it's just, just when it's too bad for them, it's just right for us, or something like that, right? I get it, but I, I would love to see these teams playing in beautiful conditions, pristine conditions to get the the best wear. I know that's not you know it, it's not possible necessarily, but what I would say is because of the weather in Kansas City, I do think because of the Chiefs' offense, the way it struggled this year. I give the Dolphins a chance. All it takes is a couple big plays and that explosive. It's not going to be the wind like it is in Buffalo. It might have some snow, but it's going to be cold. That's really it. Look what the Bills did against the Patriots in the cold You know, a few years ago, one of the coldest games in franchise history. We call it the perfect game here. Where they went 47 to 20 or whatever it was. I mean, they scored in every possession. If you're, if you're equipped right in the cold, it's fine. The Dolphins, let's remember, guys, the Dolphins came here last year twice late once in the playoffs in the snow and almost beat the Bills, and then with Skylar Thompson in the playoffs in the cold and almost beat the Bills. Who's going to be the shutdown corner? Like you said, I mean, if you don't have Rasul Douglas out there, if he's not fully healthy, you don't have Trey White, obviously. Who do you expect to kind of like take on that role in this game? Not that you're going to be able to most likely throw the ball a whole lot anyway, and even right. if you do, it's Mason Rudolph. But who uh, who do you actually trust out there? Well, I, I, it's, a, it's a collective group. I don't think they're going to take Christian Benford and say, go follow you know, George Pickens or Deontay Johnson. They'll stay in their spots. It'll be Dane Jackson, who's put a lot of time in this league and on this defense now. He played really well when he came in last week. Christian Benford, who I think is playing the best football of his two-year career so far, had a nice interception last week. But really, guys, the biggest thing is the safeties, right? Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. I mean, they're just so good back there. And you're facing Mason Rudolph. And the big thing about the safeties in Buffalo is, as you know, they confuse people. They confuse quarterbacks. And Mason isn't, you know, a rookie, but he's not super experienced. So I think they'll do a lot of that. Now, another big loss for the Bills in this game, they're, they've already declared out Taylor Rapp, their third safety. And why that's a big loss is when they go to dime, they take Jordan Poyer and they put him at the linebacker level. And that's one of the changes Sean McDermott made, by the way, after figuring it out and saying, what can we do? They were getting beat at their linebacker level. They said, when we go to dime, we put Jordan Poyer. The third safety then who comes in to replace him is Taylor Rapp. Now that's going to be, excuse me, that's going to be Cam Lewis. 
I like Cam Lewis a lot. I think he's a really, really good player. But it does deplete your depth a little bit. And if he has to come in, it's probably not the same as Poyer and Hyde back there. But collectively, that's what you rely on against a team like the Steelers with those receivers who are very good. But they won't have a shutdown corner, as you say. They're going to do it collectively. The total has moved from 36 to 34. I got it at 36, the under. Uh, A lot of people on social media roasting me because they think that this Bills (laughs) offense is going to be able to put up some points. Uh, What do you think happens in terms of total scoring? I mean, I I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But I would say, regardless of weather, you know, not having T.J. Watt is so big, as you guys know, right? I mean, 19 sacks on the year, the numbers he's putting up. And – I would even argue that collectively the Bills, if they are without, let's say, even all four of those guys, which is really big, the guys I talk about, Gabe Davis, Tyrell Dodson, Taylor Rapp, and Russell Douglas, two are questionable, two are out. I would argue that maybe the one loss of T.J. Watt is even more significant to that defense than those guys collectively are to the Bills because the Bills have some depth behind them. So I would say that the Bills can move the ball. I just don't think this is the kind of game where you're going to have you know, big strikes and down the field you're going to have to grind it out a little bit. That shortens the game. That makes it into a lower-scoring game. So I, I would think lower scoring. I don't know if it goes that low, but I, re, I would think the Bills' defense at least would be able to not allow Pittsburgh's offense to climb too high. And once the Bills get a lead, if the Bills do get a lead, two-score lead, I think they, hey, let's, let's get out of here. Let's run the ball. Let's get out of here and go to next week. All right, Sal, I know the Bills are going to take this one game at a time, but fortunately we don't have to. That's the beauty of what yeah. we do for a living. How far can this team go? What's the ceiling for this Bills team? Well, look, and I mean, this is, to me, the best look they've had at winning a Lombardi trophy since 2021 at least when they went to Kansas City and lost with 13 seconds left. And we all remember that game. This is the best look, and I say that because, A, they're playing really good football. We know that. They have Josh Allen, who, yeah, I know, he turns the ball over. Guess what else he did? Led the league in touchdowns. The guy should be in the MVP conversation for the season he's had. But the biggest reason is having this two-seed, guys, is just incredible for them. I mean, they, have, they, they avoid Baltimore for an extra week. They get what a lot of people believe is the weakest team in the playoff field. The Pittsburgh Steelers come to their place. The following week, it's either Kansas City for Mahomes' first-ever road playoff game, or you're facing a rookie in C.J. Stroud coming into Buffalo in cold weather, or the Cleveland Browns, and, you know, what they're doing, I, I respect. That's the second round, and then you take your chances, and maybe you go to Baltimore. And Sean McDermott and his defense has done a very good job against the Ravens uh, in, in Baltimore and against Lamar, I should say, in years past. No, t- no easy task whatsoever. But at least you avoid them, and maybe, just maybe, somebody knocks them off, you get that look at home at that third game. Think about the difference between that. If they had lost last week in Miami, they would have had to go back to Miami this week and then go to Baltimore. Instead, you get Pittsburgh at home and either – the Chiefs, the Texans, or the Browns at home next week. Sal, you think I can get a snowsuit in time for next weekend, brother? (laughs) You can definitely do that. There are plenty of places to do that. You know I'll point you in the right direction. I hope that uh, for your sake and for our sake here in Buffalo that the Bills pull off the victory because it's always great to have Trista Crick in western New York and uh, maybe even at the uh, Patrick's Rooftop. We can do that, too. Yep, let's do it again. (laughs) Sal Capaccio, great to talk to you, man. Uh, We talk about it often. Uh, Bills fans deserve a lot of wins from this team. They've been suffering for a long damn time. Good luck this weekend. All right, stay warm, stay safe. If you guys have to, you probably don't. We do Uh, It's going to be way warmer here than it is there. That I can promise. You guys in Buffalo are way tougher than us, that's for sure. So, yeah, (laughs) lake effect snow, man. Thanks, Sal. That is is something, something else. It's BetMGM tonight. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.